The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Children's Health Ireland, CHI, has released two comprehensive reports examining spinal surgeries conducted at Temple Street Children's Hospital. The reports, including a Boston review and an internal CHI review, highlight elevated complication rates following spinal surgeries performed by a consultant. One alarming revelation is that a single child required 34 subsequent visits to the operating theatre. Now, the reports investigated 16 children who underwent spinal surgery between October the 1st, 2019 and October the 31st, 2022, uncovering critical insights into the procedures and outcomes. Now, I'm joined by Health Editor of the Irish Times, Paul Cullen, and by solicitor at Damien Tansy Solicitors, uh, who are based in Sligo and Dublin. Uh, Kieran Tansy, good morning uh, to you both. Paul, we'll go to you first. Um, there was pressure on CHI to release not uh, just the amalgamated findings of the two reports I've mentioned, but the actual reports themselves, and they've done so. Yeah, that's right. I think that pressure came from within the political system. Um, they were resisting it earlier in the, in the week, um, but the um, outpouring of shock from patients has got through to the politicians and then to the health system. So they have produced, uh, they have produced the, uh, published these two reports. Uh, to be fair, um, a lot of the content of the two reports was in the original amalgamated report, but there is additional detail about the types of surgeries that the children underwent and the specifics of the outcomes of those surgeries. And in the case of the report by the Boston experts, there is some commentary on on the situation in the hospital. It's quite mild-mannered. Uh, the, the words are, the wording of the, the report is, um, I suppose, anodyne in some ways, it might appear. Um, but it does have some commentary on, on uh, um, the wider situation in Temple Street and, and on the need for better governance and uh, for, for oversight. Now, does it address, uh, for example, the procurement of devices? Uh, does it uh, explain how one child would have to go back to the theatre on 34 different occasions um, for adjustments? No, no, it doesn't. It's silent on that. So it, it gives a good nuts and bolts analysis of the different types of procedures and uh, the outcomes, as I said. And you mentioned one there. That, for example, there was another... Um, uh, and it's quite technical, but there was another case in which uh, a child spent uh, six hours in a hypothermic state, state uh, during a procedure. Now, I've no, I don't have the expertise to say whether that's um, extraordinary or, or something we should be very worried about, but um, it's certainly there for the experts to pour over. Um, but it, 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 doesn't, uh, it doesn't shed light on, certainly, and you mentioned um, there were three, at least three children who had uh, metal implants that would seem to be uncertified, and it doesn't refer to that at all. So, yeah. and it does seem that the team from Boston came and, and, and went home and remained unaware of that particular aspect of the issue. Yeah, um, the, the hypothermia issue um, three uh, children, uh, I think, were under thir- 35 degrees and experienced hypothermia. Um, the average time spent by a patient under 35 degrees was 180 minutes or three hours. The longest a child spent having a low temperature was 360 minutes or uh, 60 hours. Uh, And, uh, you know, the the time spent uh, in hospital following surgery um, seems fairly short. 2.8 days was the shortest, the longest 11 days. Uh, So that's uh, interesting in itself. But without having the medical expertise, it's hard to know uh, where we'll go with this. But the, the brief, therefore, for the next 
investigation, yeah. having had the internal one and the Boston one. I mean, what is it going to uh, uncover more than what we now know? Yeah, I mean, and some people have said, well, why do we need another investigation? Uh, I think at this stage we probably do. Um, um, what we're being told, what we were told earlier in the week is that the next investigation by the Liverpool expert, uh, the primary focus will be on the consultant whose work is under examination here. But since then, Minister for Health, Stephen Donnelly, has said that his, on, by his reading of the terms of reference of that investigation, it allows for a wider examination of uh, spinal surgeries at Temple Street and and beyond within Children's Health Ireland. And I think that's what the parents and, uh, and, and their children have been looking for. Um, the question is, can you get a proper investigation of the issues that have been raised under those terms of investigation? Or do we need to um, start again and, and write up the, the brief for a wider investigation? See, uh, you, sometimes when you widen things too much, um, it just becomes incredibly long-winded, lengthy. And, uh, you know, by the time the report is finalised, the wind has gone out of the sails uh, of the general public, although the parents obviously will still be uh, acutely involved and uh, demanding answers. Sometimes, you know, let's get to the bottom of this. What happened? Who's responsible? Why was this done? And let's find out ASAP. Yeah, I mean, there is a case for progressively widening the scope of any investigation, including this one. So, you, you know, you start with a close lens and then you, you move out of it and then you move to the next stage if you think it's necessary. But in this case, we are dealing with children um, with very acute um, spinal surgery needs who are growing and uh, whose bodies are changing all the time. So, you know, we really need to sort this out um, as quickly as possible and not just on the specifics of spina bifida sur surgery, but in the wider issue of uh, around scoliosis uh, yeah. and spinal surgeries for children, which has been a, a running sore in the health service yeah. for quite a number of years. I mean, uh, one of the things that we tend to do in this country, we try to do it ourselves when there may be centres of excellence who already have established the correct protocols, uh, who have very good results uh, and so on and so forth. But then the talk of uh, th this novel procedure being pursued by some surgeons in the Netherlands on an experimental basis, did that give rise to an experimental activity in Ireland that perhaps wasn't quite uh, ready uh, for um, you know the, the use of those springs uh, which were brought from, you know, a mechanical engineering company rather than a medical company. These are questions which we desperately need answers to. Yeah, absolutely. I think nobody is questioning the good intentions of the people involved here, but I think you are, uh, you're very close to the mark there. I think it's certainly worth examining whether um, personnel were were overreaching or, 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 or employing what, you, as you rightly call, novel techniques um, in a situation, in an environment that maybe they shouldn't have been doing, where they shouldn't have been doing it. Remember, Temple Street, the unit is quite small. Um, if everything else was right in the health service at the moment, they wouldn't be in Temple Street. They would be in the new National Children's Hospital. But as we know, that's been delayed. And in fact, it will be delayed for some years yet. So we need to sort out things in Temple Street um, um, pending the, the, pending that. The, uh, the, the nice new facilities that were promised in 2025. Paul Cullen, Health Editor with the Irish Times. Thank you very much. Kieran Tansy, Solicitor at Damon Tansy Solicitors uh, based in Sligo and Dublin. Kieran, good morning. Good morning.
Now, uh, you are representing uh, the Carter family who lost their daughter Dulciana uh, in this uh, scandal. Um, what do you make of the latest revelations? They're frightening, Pat. Um, they, um, Dulciana's family uh, uh, went to Temple Street in good faith, expecting resolution for their child. Uh, they never even imagined it was possible to have gone through what they went through, uh, including the, the what's happened since she passed in September of last year. Um, she initially attended for uh, remedial surgery, and unfortunately, um, there was an unplanned complication arising from that initial surgery. She required uh, subsequent surgeries and unfortunately, tragically died in September of last year. Uh, some months have passed since then, and uh, um, it, it's only in very recent times that the true horror, essentially what happened to Dulciana, has, has dawned on the family. Um, and it's all coming back out in, in a really a, a terrible manner for, for them. Um, it's one thing to have uh, lost their child, but it's a second thing to have lost her child in, in, in the eye of the, the public in circumstances which uh, are, are baffling, mm. to be frank. Um, now, you, you, you have many questions. Uh, what do you want to know? I, I want to know for why processes were continued with in Temple Street Hospital when it was abundantly clear that there was a major problem. Um, I mean, it, people clearly knew there was an issue for a period, and it was only in last uh, uh, autumn that the, the the plug was pulled on certain procedures being carried out in Temple Street Hospital. It's now essentially no longer functioning as it previously did, uh, and uh, patients are being diverted elsewhere. Is what is, is I understand is happening, uh, but but why didn't that happen earlier? That's the first point. Um, the second point is. Uh, how these medical devices were permitted entry into the hospital when they're unregulated, untested. Um, you know, physically, who ordered them? Who, de who, who delivered them to the operating theatres? Who signed off on their implantation in, in uh, children's backs? And then, of course, there's the post-operation follow-up. Uh, if, if one doctor carried out the procedure, perhaps on an unauthorised basis, uh, how is that not picked up on after the fact in a in a post review assessment or in a peer review uh, scenario or something of that nature what has emerged from this is that um, th there was complete absence of any normal oversight that one would expect uh, it seems that doctors were were acting as, as they chose and saw fit um, whereas in any other circumstance of, of uh, modern life you know there's a there's a test to meet there's supervision there's regulation, and and that appears to have been entirely absent in our major children's hospital in, in this country. So uh, we will have a further investigation which may give you answers to those questions, um, but for the family of Dulciana Carter, where do they go? Well, 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 they can't go anywhere because it's it's a dead end for them, and I don't I apologize for using of that word, but there's no way back tragically, and that's that's a horrible circumstance. But but they are motivated to ensure that that another family doesn't have to go through this. And and what will what's required to ensure that a proper functioning system is now necessary, and there are a lot of some of my other clients are are 
in the midst of this, and they require um, treatment uh, uh, solution to be put in place for their children. It seems that the solution implemented to date by the HSE is to remove surgeons from the role, from the, the, their practice. But that means uh, every day that passes, including this week, the backlog uh, is growing and growing. And the families are urgently seeking a resolution as opposed to a worsening situation. Um, now, I'm not convinced that the Irish medical system has enough capacity to step into the breach where you remove capacity. And uh, what I'm uh, particularly interested in on behalf of the families I represent is, is proposals on how realistically the, 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 the backlog is going to be dealt with. Now, I believe the only solution is to uh, outsource uh, this function externally, you know, in, in England and in, in other countries. And that process needs to be started. Is there procurement systems required for that? You know, all of the, a team needs to be set up, Pat, to allow for all that to happen. Because as you're, you're, as Paul mentioned earlier and you referenced, um, this is a lifelong issue for, for these children. And there will be complications inevitably which will require further surgery. That isn't the issue here. What the issue is that there was of the order of 80% of complications. But even if we take 5% of 10% of complications, who's going to treat those children going forward? And finally, Pat, on this particular point, as a result of the complications, many of these children are in a worse off situation than they ought to have been. They will, as a result, require additional care, additional accommodation, and additional occupation occupational therapy supports and so on. And that's something that this firm will be will have to embark on now on behalf of these families, liaise with the HSC. It may well involve legal routes and, and so on. But, but that's an inevitable consequence of what has been revealed uh, uh, this week. Kieran Tansy, solicitor at Damien Tansy Solicitors based in Sligo and Dublin. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.